Hey everyone, it's Daniel here from The Wanderneer. It is season three, episode 15. And this is part two of the Tree Fort stories. So in this, we're going to be speaking with Smokey Brights. They're a band from Seattle, Washington. They're amazing people, super down to earth. Had an amazing time just talking to them about music and life and turtles running away when you're little and artists support another artist. So without further ado, here is Smokey Brights. We're in Boise, Idaho at True for Music Fest in this really cool room. So without further ado, here is Smokey Brights. Alrighty, so um, I guess we could just start. So I guess you guys can all introduce yourself and then just say something random about yourself and then we'll just go from there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ryan Devlin, I play guitar and I sing in Smokey Brights. My first pet was a giant tortoise named Norman. Oh wow. But he ran away when I was three years old. Oh no. He ran away? Ran. Dang. Oh, he walked away. He walked out of my life when I was eight years old. That's funny. Uh, uh, my name is Kim, mm -hmm. uh, Kim West, and I play keys and sing leads in this band called Smoky Brides. Um, something about me, I know the words to most 90s R&B and hip-hop songs that exist. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to test you on that one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Nick. I play drums in Smoky Brights, and I probably love dogs more than I love humans. Mm. Mm. Hard truth. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I love that you was, more than the dog. That was crazy. Yeah, where does you more than a dog? Where does Luke land? From <laughs> <laughs> the human to dog scale. <laughs> what am I? Uh, human. Uh, hi, my name is Luke. I play bass and sing harmonies in Smoky Brights. My favorite smell is tide pools. Hmm. Whoa. Not Tide Pods. I, that's where my mind went first. Oh. And then yeah. I was like, or like, wait, no, Tide The salty, pools. the, the, yeah. salt, the, the yeah. water, yeah. the things that have been in the salt water, just like, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good smell. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess my first question is, um, so I was listening to your music and it has this like, like deep emotional connection to it. Um, is that, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, is that something like, natural that you like can like just reach into yourself and like put that out or like do you have to like extend yourself to become like emotional like mm -hmm. you know how do you go about that i think that's something that we just started doing with the record really that we released last year i love you but damn mm -hmm. we've always done that we, we, we just we just have gone deeper and deeper yeah mm -hmm. it's been a process it's been deeper with each record but i think with i love you but damn we worked with uh, producer Andy Park out of Seattle. He's a very, very accomplished dude. And he mm -hmm. was the first person we'd worked with who really went through our lyrical content, like really intentionally. And, you know, oh, he yeah. would like oh, yeah. ask us about a song and we'd be like, oh, well, that one's about this. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, well, that, I didn't get that from that song. So maybe you could put that into the song. Yeah. <laughs> so it like, been, it's been a process and we, we write um, together collaboratively. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just been a realization that, you know, you kind of think that in writing more general lyrics, it's going to be more applicable to more people, mm -hmm. but it's really those specific 
lyrics that people really climb up, you know, just grab onto, and yeah, that's, that's sure. what is motivating. Yeah. So yeah, things that are like true only to you, you might think people don't identify, but in fact, those that's the part that makes art feel mm -hmm. human. You're like, yeah. Oh man, okay. I know that What's feels. the story only you can tell? Yeah, wow, that's very true. And from sort of observing the two of them, yeah. I would say edit and craft uh, the lyrics. Uh, one <clears throat> suggestion there is just the analysis and asking yourself, like, am I going all the way deep? Like, am I getting there? Am I saying what I mean? And not really relenting until you know that you've gotten there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The intention to do that, I think, is a big part of it. And there's a there's a weird thing that like I've talked with other songwriters about it where like sometimes you'll write a thing and then you'll maybe start crying <laughs> like uncontrollably <laughs> yeah. and like not because like you think that you're a genius mm -hmm. or like uh, you're wowed by your own artistic talent it's just sometimes you know if if it cuts and it bleeds you're like mm -hmm. oh well that's working for me and yeah. you can hold on to that and keep bringing it to the performance yeah. Uh, yeah, that's usually the that's the that's the entry point you yeah know, for people feeling the same way definitely yeah. yeah i agree that's very true yeah like yeah when i was yeah when i was listening to your stuff i could relate to like basically what you guys were talking about that was really cool so good job oh nice yeah, yeah. yeah i'm so happy yeah anytime um so i guess my next question is um kind of like a more fun question is like what what is like each and every one of yours like favorite like concert that you've gone to maybe like top three top five or you name as many as you want honestly oh i love this question yeah. great yeah. question thank you um well i i will start with my first concert okay and, which is the i i qualify it wasn't the first concert i went to it was the first one that i was like it was in middle school i was like mm -hmm. i oh, want to go to that show yeah. i figured out how to buy tickets and it was <laughs> Beastie Boys and oh, wow. Tribe Called Quest Whoa. at Key Arena oh, my in the round. So they were like on a round stage that like, yeah. it was oh, insane. Dang. And I was like, is this what concerts <laughs> are? Like, it yeah. was oh, just amazing. And then a concert that I went to recently that, you know, just re-inspired me after the pandemic was mm -hmm. we went and saw Nicole Adkins at the Tractor in Seattle. Mm she's a singer songwriter out of new jersey mm -hmm. it's kind of got that like harry nielsen billy, billy joel, joel Bruce like, yeah, yeah big voice with like sick piano licks and it was just a, kind of one of those life-affirming shows where like the band gave such a good performance it was like you know i hadn't had that experience uh in a couple of years because mm -hmm. we didn't have live music of like finding a record falling in love with the record hoping the artist comes through seattle mm -hmm. she came through seattle we went to the show yeah. and it was even better than we could have imagined oh, you that's know? amazing yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah how about you um there's a there's a time i'll, I'll just pick one because right. there's this band uh out of seattle uh they might still be active but mm -hmm. like this punk band called the briefs yeah. I don't okay. know if you remember them like uh if anyone remembers them yeah. but like uh, I, I remember in high school I went to Bumper Shoot with my friend Nick Anderson, who's still this, like one of my best friends ever. Yeah. And like we played in bands together at the time. I saw this band called The Briefs start, and they have this song called Porn Weird. Uh, <laughs> and the chorus is like, I'm poor and I'm weird, baby. You got no time for me. And like yeah. they just came out, and the drummer was hitting his floor tom just as hard as he possibly could. And it was like this punk band, but like they didn't, at that time, all the punk bands had like, 
Mesa Boogie stacks and like it just everything sounded like it came out of a guitar center mm -hmm. and all their shit was just like ratty old amps from the 60s turned to 10 yeah and these guys just like went for it and I remember watching that show and like my buddy Nick and I who like already played in the punk band together we just mm -hmm. like kind of locked eyes and like yeah. Two weeks later we're like kind of dressing like those guys and i get a new guitar amp and like it changed things you yeah, know it was of one of those so yeah. the, the briefs for me were like huge yeah. that's awesome what about you uh, again too many uh i think my one of my first favorite shows i've ever been to was uh well i only really enjoyed one of the bands but i went to a show at Arena also it was mm -hmm. hella uh uh, the Mars Volta and System of a Down. Oh, whoa. Hello yeah, like, yeah. is cool, but like they're not like crazy musical. Yeah. Uh, uh, I keep trying to say at the drive-in. It's not at the drive-in. System of a Down. Mars Volta. Mars Volta. That one. Yeah. Uh, okay. They played an amazing set and had mm -hmm. so much energy. And it was so much fun to see. And then System of a Down came on, and then they were a bummer. They just kind of stood in place. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, and then, it was very uh, unexpected for that band. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, they were old guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I also have to add in, uh, we were at Bumbershoot, I, I believe it was, and we got to see Spoon play from backstage. Oh, and that was one of yeah, the most inspirational things I had ever seen. Because, like, yeah. in my younger years, I wasn't even really into Spoon, but, like, as I've gotten older, I'm, like, keep going back, I'm like, God, these guys are fucking rich. Yeah. yeah. And that was yeah. definitely, definitely one of the best. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, I think I will <clears throat> talk about uh, it was a it was a two night sort of uh, affair. It was at Thunderbird Stadium at UBC in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Night one was REM headlining. Night two was Radiohead headlining. Oh, I think I've heard of them. And opening up for REM was Dandy Warhol's and Wilco. Mm -hmm. What? So our buddy, uh, friend of the band Ian, we went up to that um, and. Before all reading, it was after Wilco had played while they were changing because over went up on this lawn, and we looked back and like saw backstage and like oh there's Radiohead back there of course they're because they're all buds and friends yeah. and then we watched Radiohead walk out from side to stage and walk out into the middle of the arena and Ian and I said we are going to go talk to them and so uh, we did we went and talked to Johnny and our manager for a second but the, the part of this I really loved was mm -hmm. one Ari put on an amazing show but getting to look back because we were standing like 15 feet in front of Radiohead and it was all the production crew too mm -hmm. and watching them watch R.E.M. Oh, was so yeah. special because they're huge fans of R.E.M. and yeah. just seeing them sing along with the song I was singing along with at the same time and just oh, kind of a cool reminder cool. that like we're all just fans of our heroes. Exactly. Yeah. It was a really neat moment. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, and, and yeah, that that is kind of interesting like the idea of like you kind of see these like big artists that you like look up to and you kind of almost assume like maybe for lack of a better word, they don't really like want to support other smaller artists around them. But like to see that, it's like it's like an amazing feeling to be like, wow, like we we all have to support each other, even if you're like at the top. Like mm -hmm. you still have to like you're still a fan of someone who like brought you up, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. You have to have been inspired somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the best people keep riding that way. Like we had this experience last night of we ran into um, Doug Marsh. And then our friend Lila, who plays yeah. in this band called Prism Bitch. Yeah. And I've been a huge Built to Spill fan since I was in high school. Yeah. We just met Doug a few nights ago after their set. And like, saw Doug, and he was like, I'm on my way to catch this set. 
Yeah. And I'm catching this set. And he was like, he was yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's yeah. how I feel because I'm running to go catch my friends. And I was like, yeah. we're just... We're just, we're just a bunch of new music kids. Yeah. 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 Nerds. Like, yeah. So excited. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. I like that. Um, I guess my next question is um, about your about your most recent album. Kind of tell me about it. Like, what was what was the process like from I guess from start to end? Like, you know, what was on your mind when you guys wrote it and produced it? I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. We toured a lot mm-hmm. heading into it mm-hmm. and it was kind of the first moment where I think Smokey Brights as a as a machine everyone just started kind of working really together mm-hmm. so I was going into it with like a band that was tight you know we just done a UK tour we played oh. South by Southwest a couple times yeah. uh, and we knew we just wanted to make uh, we wanted to kind of give give back to yes. all the stuff that inspired us. Yes. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make a, a good record. Yeah. Andy, our producer going into it, he was like, he's like, we're not gonna go for anything that you have to explain to somebody mm-hmm. or like a genre you need to be into. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're going for undeniably good. Which I, I was like, cool. Yeah. And then like <laughs> month eight of making the record and thinking about it, like undeniably good was still in my head and kind of <laughs> weighing me down. Yeah. I was like, is this undeniably good? But like, they, I think what what made it a real thing is we we just got like way more personal and just like started talking yeah. about the early days of Kim and I dating yeah. and the experiences of touring and the experience of of being musicians playing bar rooms and stuff all mm-hmm. over the country kind of realizing that like man we it's you never feel like your story is interesting enough you're mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know that artist they have this interesting story of course, yeah. but like we just start, tried to start telling our story a little more and, yeah uh, it, it connected in a way bigger way yeah. uh, than previous records so yeah. Yeah. that's awesome i think that's kind of the art yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. okay seconded. <laughs> yeah <Ditto>. perfect <laughs> No, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, yeah, I was listening to it and I was like, this, this was more of like a story, you know? Mm. And it was cool, because like, like, to be honest, like, this is like my first time listening to you all. Mm. And coming from like that in, I was like, all right, this is, you know, this is like, this is like, what's up? And cool. yeah, it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear that it's like connecting with yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you just sort of put something out in the universe. You're like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And yeah, and I agree with the whole idea of like to create something that you don't have to explain. Because I feel mm-hmm. like once you create something and you have to explain it, it just it loses all value, you know what I mean? Like it Exactly. It's yeah. like how you have, if you have to explain why a joke is funny. That's not a funny joke. Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, but explaining why a joke is funny is funny. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're a dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke, Luke has all the dad jokes. Of, hey. that he's our resident uh, Resident dad joke. You are welcome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. <laughs> See, I guess maybe probably two more questions. Sure. Um, totally. Yeah, so I think maybe three. Okay, so uh, so my next question, so like, okay, so like, you guys talked about going on tour and like the UK tour and things like that. Um, I kind of want to hear from all of you, like, what was like, what was like one highlight of that tour, and then also what was like one of like your first experiences of like when you went on tour for the very first time, be it either in like Smoky Brights or just personally yourself, because um, like, 
I eventually want us like um, inspired to like take artists to go on tour mm. and so I think it's cool to like hear from more people that are established like the do's and the don'ts so like you know I don't you know, I don't mess up <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah I mean I guess in terms of tour moments especially for that UK tour like I think something that is really easier said than done mm-hmm. is to just remember that every show is a show that you need to play mm-hmm. as well as you can play it mm-hmm. you know and it's like you'll show up to you know middle of nowhere on a Wednesday night yeah. the bartender's like oh we have music tonight <laughs> shit okay you know and yeah. then there's like maybe 10 people there and it's really easy to get into this place where you're like this doesn't even matter nobody even yeah. cares like why why am I here and yeah. it's like, an, an apology of a set or yeah. an apology to be, you're, you're set you're, you're to like uh, sorry to manage, there you know, you know? Mm-hmm. and it's like Every one of those people who's there, whether there's 10 or 10,000, mm-hmm. they are, which we've never played 10,000 yeah. percent, but uh, you know, someday maybe. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. 10 million. Yes. 10 million. Yeah, but, you know, so. it's like they, they each made a conscious choice to come mm-hmm. to that show and see you perform, mm-hmm. and you have to respect that, and you have to honor that, because, uh, you know, I've been to shows where the person's like, oh, this is stupid, whatever, and you're like... Am I supposed to be here? Like, yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry yeah. I'm here. I shouldn't have come. You know? And yeah. like, that's a horrible feeling. Like, you should not be made to feel like that. Yeah. So I think that's just something we try to remember every time we go to go on tour. Yeah, people deserve a good show. Yeah. 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 And you never know how the show's going to turn out. That's true. <laughs> I feel like I, I started touring pretty young, like, with punk bands. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I, I was really uh, struck yeah. with and have carried with me since the first couple tours I went on, mm-hmm. was that uh, people are way kinder and cooler than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being like a 20-year-old, touring in a van, I probably had a couple hundred bucks in my bank account, yeah. and every night, the plan was to find somebody's floor to crash on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, ended up, that worked out great, and then ended up making a lot of like lifelong friends out of that experience. Yeah. People, people want to open their homes, and they, mm-hmm. they want to cook for you. Yeah. And we try and give that back when friends tour through town, and give them a place to stay and mm-hmm. eat some food. And like, uh, that's for me like that's always been one of the coolest parts about touring is you get to see people's kindness and their best behavior mm-hmm. on display because you're a traveler. Yeah. You're like mm-hmm. you're at you're at their will. Exactly. Um, I like that. I would, I would say don't expect to make money. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. I agree. Right first, you know? It's like each, yeah. each tour is, you build back up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, my advice would be uh, pay attention to your health. Like, mm. be, it's, it's, it's hard to be healthy just traveling in general. And then you're at night, you're sitting for weird periods of time. Everyone wants to buy you drinks. Um, so you got to think a lot. Just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Eat as well as you can. Hydrate yeah. as well. Like that. Sleep is really important. Yeah. And don't forget exercise. Exercise yeah. is really important. Get some fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Those sort of keep your body well. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did a few shows this summer, and um, mistakenly, like, I literally my first time in New York. I was like, I don't need a hotel. It's New York. This, you know, it's open twenty four seven. City's always away. Exactly. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, I was like, I'll just sleep at the airport at JFK. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, spend my time at baggage claim. But I understand your whole point. Like, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, make sure you take care of yourself. And also, don't expect to make money either. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and also people are very kind. Man. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, it's, and it's kind of funny because 
you know, when you're traveling somewhere new or maybe somewhere you've gone, you kind of see the city in a different light mm -hmm. as opposed to someone who's been here forever. And mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like when you miss those together, it like makes it so much um, more fun for that person who's always been here and for you as well, because yeah. mm -hmm. see both perspectives. You get to mm -hmm. see a place through a long-time resident's eyes and they get to see it through a first-time visitor's yeah. eyes. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, so I got two more. So um, my last, so my second to last question this is a question I ask everybody and anybody can answer or you, uh, all, right. all of you can answer. But um, when like everything's all said and done and you've accomplished oh. what you needed to accomplish, um, do you want to be recognized or do you want to be remembered yeah. for what you do? It's kind of like more of like a legacy type of situation. Yeah, I, I feel like from the beginning, I've always wanted Smokey Brights to be like like a 50-year band, mm -hmm. you know? Or like, I mean, I, I, I want to be an old man still playing music with yeah. these people. And yeah. like, so I, I think because of that, we've made some choices to keep things a little more timeless. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I just want to continue to grow and get better and more than like fame or respect I just want to kind of give back to the thing that's given me purpose mm, you know? so yeah if that means writing a good song that like makes yeah. another kid pick up a guitar yeah. like, that's it yeah mm -hmm. that's perfect I like that yeah making something that lasts and it's and that people yeah. connect with yeah you know? yeah because that's the highest honor is like Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that song. Like, it, I, you know, I, this song always makes me think of this. Or, yeah. you know, we had, we put out a, a little uh, two-inch or two-sided. Seven-inch. Seven-inch. Uh, <laughs> not a two-inch, so we not even a song. Um, <laughs> 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 we put out a seven-inch very early on in this band's history and it was uh yeah. we had a song on it called no sheer force of will mm -hmm. and it's you yeah. know it's like a song of like i'm gonna make it through and like our friend just it was one of the first instances of our friend like we didn't even know he was going through a hard time but he was like i've had a really hard couple of months mm -hmm. and that song is yeah. i credit it as what got me through and yeah. it was just this moment of like whoa okay yeah. like <laughs> It was like just being able to do that like it feels like a superpower you know yeah, it's amazing so yeah i agree yeah yeah I, I don't think i'm in it for either of those things mm -hmm. i don't i don't care if i'm remembered or recognized I, yeah for me it's all just personal like i just want to be better always yeah, for mm -hmm. sure um which means time's involved yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> i agree yeah for me i just this is what I am, so mm -hmm. I want to just keep finding ways to be this, and it's nice yeah. that people like it, because then that means you get to do it more. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, more opportunities when people want to hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, again, just like, um, yeah, yeah. The, I see it as a, a yeah, a, a treat to get to just play every night and mm -hmm. get in front of people and do it as long as I can, and mm -hmm. yeah. minimize the things that take me away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, and I, I think it is it is a cool feeling when you've found something that you like to do. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it doesn't seem like work, even when days are like, they just suck and you're like, yeah. screw this, bro. Like, yeah. let me, you know, I don't do this again. But, um, you know, you kind of like listen to an old song or you, or 
maybe someone te texts you randomly like yo i just heard this or I, mm -hmm. I saw you do this you know and it kind of like refocuses you to like okay like i'm actually touching yeah. someone's life you know and 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 even if like no one ever tells you like you can kind of feel that you've like done something good when you put something good out there you know mm -hmm. so yeah so i guess my last question is um where can we all find you you can find all of our music on all the streaming services. Okay. Uh, you can also find our music on Wax at independent record stores. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah. I would encourage people to find us that way. If you're yeah. in Boise, go to Record Exchange. If you're, if you're in Seattle, go to Everyday Music, yeah. go to uh, Sonic Boom. Um, we've got some great live videos up on YouTube. Yeah. We've got a great YouTube channel. So that's a great way to connect with us. And if we're ever coming through, the best way to experience monkey rights is live yes. in person. Okay, yeah. definitely. We shall do that one of these days. <laughs> yeah, um, that's all. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. I know, I know, I know, and I know you're mad. You're like, Daniel, don't end this episode, but I have to. So this, this episode's over, but don't be sad because... You can go out and support Smokey Brights. Listen to their music on Spotify and other streaming services. Follow them on Instagram and wherever else they're at. So you can make sure that you're there when they release more information when they're going to be in a city near you. Because you need to go catch their live sets. They're awesome people. So, you know, yes, the episode's over, but it's not over because you can go and support them. Big love to Smokey Brights. I appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to just spend time and pick your brains and tell, and tell stories and also hear your stories as well. And a huge love to Dana. You're a real one. I appreciate you for just being open to having the one junior just interview Smokey Brights, but also being able and flexible to coordinate all of our different schedules and times and whatnot to make this happen. I appreciate it. I'm super grateful. So thank you so much, Dana. But don't be sad because you can still follow the Wondroneer as well. You know, if you like this episode, share this with your friends. Tell everyone you know. I mean, literally everyone. Just, it's like two clicks. You click, you click the three little dots, click share. You can send it to people, put on your story, wherever. And tag us, tag Smokey Brights, and we'll definitely feature it. So... And if you like this episode, you obviously like the other ones that we have in our podcast feed. We're on Spotify, we're on Instagram, we're on Apple Podcasts, also wherever else you listen to your podcast. We have a newsletter, and if you want to support us financially, you can buy us virtual coffee. It's basically a tip jar. All of that money goes to the Wanderneer to throw better events and pay for our contributors and our uh, staff, and as well as just helping us travel and tell better stories. So if you feel like it, appreciate it. If not, just share it. Share the Wanderneers and support Smokey Brights and all the other artists that we put on our platform. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I don't, and I don't take it for granted. Without you guys, the Wanderneer would just be me sitting on my bed staring at a white wall talking in my phone. So you guys make this happen. So I appreciate it. And remember... Be smart, be safe, don't do, don't do anything stupid. Remember to stay hydrated, share music with people, be kind, show love. And don't forget, people are cool, so be nice to them.
Anyway, I'm going to go eat a hamburger and McDonald's and McChicken probably and listen to this episode. And uh, drink some water because that's important. All right, see you guys next week.